This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Welcome to this special edition of Fastlane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Welcome to Fastlane Family. My dad would have celebrated his 63rd birthday this week, so I felt it was only fitting to have my grandmother Martha and my dad's sister Kathy Earnhardt Watkins in studio today to share some stories about my dad growing up. Are you ready to tell some stories, Martha? Uh, yeah, I'll try. <laughs> does it make you mad if I call you Martha? No, no. My mom says Are it you? makes her mad when I call her Brenda. Oh, does it? <laughs> <laughs> You're at work. <laughs> All right, Mamaw. So, Dad was the middle child of your five children. He was my first boy. Yep, first boy. So, that's my question. See, you're already reading my mind. Oh, I'm sorry. So, what was your reaction and and Papa Ralph's reaction when you found out that you were having your first boy? Because Aunt Kathy's the oldest and then Aunt Kay, the two sisters. Oh, Kay's the oldest. Oops, sorry. (laughs) Aunt Kay's the oldest. Let's get that right. (laughs) Aunt Kay's the oldest. Yeah, she's 14 months older. Okay. So, so what did you guys, what was your reaction when you found out you're having a boy? Because boys to, to dads are a big deal. Well, uh, I don't think back there we really knew what we were going to have till they got Oh, the technology, got right. There. Exactly. Yeah. 1951 was... So I didn't know... No technology. ...what I was going to have till <laughs> I went to the hospital. So you just knew right when he was born that he was a boy. So what yeah. was the reaction? Well, I was glad to get a boy finally. <laughs> I already had two girls, so I was glad to get a boy. What did Papa Ralph say? I think he was excited, too, because he got a, finally got a boy. <laughs> I always enjoyed the story she tells about going in labor because Dale being born in April, he was the only child that was born during race season. Okay. And so well, let, mom share that story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his He drove, uh, had a garage, there was a garage down on 29 where his car stayed that he drove for, Berlin Edelman. And uh, he said, well, just let me go get my car and I'll come back by and check on you. And I said, no, I don't think you need to go get your car. I think you better just stay here. And sure enough, Dale was born that day. <laughs> We've, was, uh, he was the only one that kept him away from a race. Yeah, and so he actually did miss and the race. And he's the one that drove race cars. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting that he stayed back because, see, my mom was telling me stories about um, the day that I was coming home from the hospital. You actually came with mom to take me home from the hospital mm. because dad was racing. Yeah. So <laughs> that's funny. What kind of baby uh, and or toddler was dad? You know, how would you describe him? Well, I'll just tell you from the day he could ride a bicycle, tricycle, whatever, he wanted to be in front. No matter what he was doing, he wanted to be in front. Uh, that was just he the way he was. And he, of course, being the first boy, you know, he well, he probably tried to tell the girls what to do, too. But Do you remember, Kathy, like, as a toddler, like, did, were you guys interested in the racing as girls and then, like, the difference between dad coming along versus you two girls prior to that? I, I've, ever since we planned to be on the show, I've tried to think back about my very first memory mm-hmm. of when Dale was my brother, yeah, you know, yeah. because, you know, Kay was first and she was the special little girl that they wanted first. Well, then they wanted a boy and got me. <laughs> and so and she I, always, been a boy. <laughs> I always felt like the boy, the tomboy in my mind. And then Dale came along, so I was always really jealous of Dale and wanted to get to do the things Dale got to do, go out in the yard and play when, you, you know, even as we were growing up as really young. But I, one of my first memories is um, we, had a, we had a lady that helped mother. Her name was Annie, a wonderful lady that was just like a, a second mother to us. And Dale and I both were real attached to her. 
and uh, I just remember Dale, remember her hauling Dale around, and I just vaguely even remember that, but I don't remember him as a bad kid, I mean, <laughs> whiny or... Well, he was... He was a mama's boy, though. He just... Well, he was my first boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was a mama's boy. So how did you, um, you know, being that it's Dad's birthday week, when he was a little boy, how did you guys celebrate birthdays in general in your family? Usually just a, a cake and maybe a half, a few kids over, you know, for a party or a little party or something. What I remember of birthdays, because four of us were born from October, November, and December, I remember one really big birthday party <laughs> for all of us. And so I don't really remember a birthday party in April for Dale. I don't really remember a special uh, Nike, and Danny may remember. Yeah. But I, the only thing I remember, but like Mama said, our neighborhood was full of kids, and we may have 30 kids up at the house for a birthday party, but we never really knew whose birthday party it was. It was all of our birthday parties. Well, and, I, and you know, I didn't send out invitations or anything. They just knew, kind of knew. And, just the kind uh, of the neighborhood. Yeah. It was a neighborhood. Yeah. Very, well, we were the very neighborhood close. we lived in, where I live now, you know, I used to let them go play all down the street and everywhere, but now... We I wouldn't would, dream of that now, no, would we? <laughs> So not a lot of uh, memories about birthday celebrations, but what about family traditions? You know, for us now, um, coming to your house Thanksgiving and Christmas is, is our family tradition um, in the Earnhardt household. What did you guys do then when you had little kids running around? Well, just basically the same thing. It was basically with Ralph's aunt, you know, Aunt Annabelle, their aunt, Ralph's sister, and uh, Grandma Earnhardt and all just kind of got together. We didn't really have a lot of parties for yeah. a bunch of kids. And you had the grandparents were in Bryson City. Well, North actually, Was that sort gram of? Grandma moved there after, you know, Grandpa died, and she remarried and moved to Bryson City. I know. I love that story you tell about one of her husbands getting killed by the wagon. That, <laughs> I mean, it's not a, I don't that love that. first Yeah, <laughs> I don't love that story for, for the meaning of it, but I just think it's, it's just so funny to well, hear a he story got, about somebody getting killed by a wagon running over. He got run over by a wagon is how he died. <laughs> Mr. Fur, Annabelle and Dee. That was Annabelle and Dee. No, Annabelle right. Clifford. Cliff. Cliff's yeah, daddy. Cliff. Right. All right. So we'll I'll, I'll do something about Christmas. I just remember we would always go out in the woods and cut down a cedar tree. We yeah. never had like spruce boat, or, pine, you know, but we'd just go down in the woods right there in the neighborhood and cut down a cedar tree, and that's what we decorated, and we got to go through a Sears catalog and point out what we wanted. I remember that as a little child, and of course, um, you know, one of the most memorable Christmas presents I remember that Dale asked for and got was one of the motors and I don't even know where they got it, but it was like a, a model car, except it was a real motor that once it was put together, it would actually run. And he now, put it together. And he put it together, I mean, from start to finish by himself. And, you know, we were all so proud and excited for him. Now, he was preteen. He wasn't a little boy, but he was preteen. But it was still quite an accomplishment for him to be able to put the pieces of that motor together. And, you know, we were just really, really bragging on him. And Daddy come in and said, well, boy, can't you see right here? And, of course, he did he something. He showed him something that he didn't do right. <laughs> <laughs> but the motor ran, so. 
as parents, we all do that from time yeah. to time. We kind of we point out, hey, you could have done yeah. this better instead of giving the praise first. From stories that I've heard about Papa Ralph, but he was I was like going to tell you that Kathy should have been our first boy because she'd rather be out in the garage with her dad or outside rather than being in the house doing anything. But another thing about holidays, you know, Daddy raced all year, so we never really did a lot as a family and worked together a lot. He did because he raced during winter. Because he was racing all year during holidays was our time with Daddy that he wasn't gone. And so he would go deer hunting and things. So bringing game in, whether it be rabbits or deer or whatever, making stews. And he was more interactive with us as a family. And so that that was our tradition. That was the special part of the holidays because he was gone the rest of the year sometimes six seven days a week yeah so. because back then they raced the you know mm-hmm. pretty much the whole week I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes they could race three to five times in a given seven day week and so that's where dale got his love for hunting because that was the time he really got to spend with daddy hunting and getting out and learning something other than racing because it wasn't a uh they didn't mess with the race cars right Okay, so Kathy, um, obviously I've made a name for myself as Dale's big sister. You were a big sister. Uh, what was it like being the big sister to Dad and Danny and Randy? It wasn't the same in context as you're being a big sister for Dale Jr. because obviously uh, there were five of us. We were all really close-knit. Uh, I... Dale and I were probably closest because I, like I said before, was a tomboy and wanted to be more in his world than in a girl's world. And so I don't ever remember really feeling like a big sister. I felt more like a brother. <laughs> Kay was the big sister. Kay's the one that tried to tell us what to do because she was left in charge a lot. and She was kind I, of the mother hen. <laughs> and I was usually one of the ones that was right there getting in trouble with the boys, kind of, sort gotcha. of, and competing for the bicycles and competing for playing out in the yard and yeah. wanting to be in the shop and was devastated the day my daddy told me I couldn't come back in the shop because I was starting to get too old and there's too much talk going on that he didn't think I needed to hear but the right. boys could be and hit me out there and hear it so I remember that well that was the same thing for me I know, was very jealous of Dale's uh, world uh, back especially back then yeah everybody thinks I think with there's four of us Carrie Dale myself and Taylor but we the you know we didn't like you got all five of you grew up with your parents mm-hmm. grew up in the same household until you were off mm-hmm. marrying and um, it's so different for us with Carrie living with his mom and we didn't really meet him till he was 16 so it was Dale and I that grew up from babies to you know going off in the world and then Taylor came along when I was 16 I went off to college when I was 17 and a half so so really just lived with her in the house for a year and a half so it's very different than what you described as having five siblings and now you're one of 12 so (laughs) yeah right (laughs) and I was the youngest girl mom and dad had seven uh, girls Finally had a boy, then I came along, and I yeah. bet my dad said, oh, no, not another girl. <laughs> but uh, Kathy used to tell Dale that she was supposed to be the first boy, and he got her ride. <laughs> <laughs> so when Dad decided that he wanted to quit school and, and race, he was in the eighth grade, how did you handle that? I can't imagine He's my girls coming to me. in the ninth, I think. Ninth grade? Yeah. yeah. So Carson's in the eighth grade now. I can't imagine her coming to me and having that conversation. Well, he was actually old enough that I couldn't really stop him. You know, he was 16, so. Yeah. And so what did Papa Ralph have to say about it? I know well, he didn't like it. 
he Ralph couldn't say much because he quit in eighth grade. So, uh, <laughs> so he it, didn't have much of a leg to stand no, on. No, <laughs> he didn't really have any. But Dale said later that he, you know, he made a thing at the PTA at, at the old, old ACOC school. Yes. And said he regretted. Yeah. You know. I know he said many times that he regretted yeah. it. Yeah. The the good thing about that is my dad was full of street smarts and common yeah. sense. Yeah. You know? I was going to say yeah. um, the fight to get him to school every day and the fight and the back and forth of the teachers. You know, mother had a teacher tell her one time, if I read what Dale needs to know to him, he, he, she, he makes straight A's. He'd yeah, make she'd read it to plus. him. But, but to make him concentrate and read something is like, I'd have to have a ball bat because he just he too he's too distracted and so just getting him to school every day was such a fight that I think see, sometimes Kay, Kay had to start him to school more or less and his teacher was Miss Leffler and uh, I think for about a week he went with Kay to her room instead of going <laughs> to his room and Miss Leffler said that she gave him a good whipping and he was the best child he had she had the rest of the year. <laughs> They wouldn't so think back of doing then, that nowadays. You, could, you know, you couldn't do that back <laughs> right. then. But oh, could. I got paddlings in school. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Now you'll get uh, put in jail for child abuse. So, but he was <laughs> never good about going to school. He no, did not he didn't like school. Want to go to school. So, did you want him to race cars? How did you feel about that? Well, of course, I didn't really want him to, but you know, he uh, got did you a feel ride. Like he was going to do it. You know, come hell or high water. Well, kind he of was thing. old enough. I really couldn't say. You know, I didn't have any charge anymore. <laughs> did he still live with you? Um. He did live with you. He was 16. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Well, he got married when he was 16, 17. 17. Yeah. See, nowadays in my house, we say, well, you know, you got to live under my rules till you're 18, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, back in the day then, there were so, so many preconceived notions of what you were supposed to do about getting a job and raising a family. The woman's supposed to clean the house. The man's supposed to have a job. That Dale kind of broke that mold when he wanted to race because even though daddy raced and raised us mother knew how hard it was so he broke that mold well i'll tell you um one story i'm gonna tell what i think about it one night at metrolina speedway ralph was running in the super sport kathy's husband uh david oliver and and uh dale both were running in the semi-modified or something like that and kathy was driving the ladies race all in the same night i had a husband a son a daughter and a son-in-law all racing the same night and i didn't have any nerve pills or nothing (laughs) but that was not a good night well you're still here to tell about it so kathy (laughs) won everyone she ever in i know we're gonna talk about that in a little bit i think daddy won that night too and dale may have yeah i wanted to know did papa ralph and dad ever race against each other Uh, yeah yep so how'd that go uh, I think they more anyway, than once did they race or just, just that one time. I think it's the once. only time. It was yeah. one of the it was one of the deals, and I think it was actually Metrolina that they didn't have enough cars to fill, and they let them run uh, together. So they put the semi modified cars gotcha. in with the uh, uh, late model sportsman cars, and Daddy actually pushed Dale past one of the competitors. You know, during the race, Daddy got behind Dale and pushed him. So of course there was a fight afterwards, saying Daddy. You know, help Dale get that position, and he finished in front of that car because the man couldn't get back by Dale. But that was the only time that they were on the track practicing a lot together. So there's some pictures of them on the racetrack together. But that's the only time I remember them racing. Yeah, actually racing together. Time I was yeah. thinking. 
So, Kathy, one of the hardest parts of losing my dad for me have been the thoughts um, that I have about the relationship that I know my dad would have with my kids and with the rest of the grandkids in our family um, if he were still here. When you lost your dad, because you were relatively young in your mid-20s, you had two children of your own. Did you have kind of those same thoughts? At the time, you don't think about it. But, you know, in in hindsight, I think about, you know, you have a relationship with your parents as a baby and as a toddler and as a preteen, as a teenager, then as a young adult. But then you have them in a relationship as an adult and then, of course, as a senior adult was the same thing with your children, you know, because I can remember seeing Daddy um, hold up, you know, the kids and help them walk. and By the uh, shirt tail. By the shirt (laughs) tail and teaching them to walk. And, uh, you know, uh, I think one of my fondest memories, the loss is, is tremendous because they did miss out on that grandparent and that time and that learning and that knowledge that they, a grandparent brings them. But one of the most special times, I think it was at Christmas, and you may remember it, it was a race that Daddy won by default. He ran second, and they disqualified the car in front of him. It was over at Charlotte. It was ran on a Saturday. It'd be what, I guess, Grand National, but anyway. or whatever. And it was on one of those CBS Wild Water Sports or something, and Chris Economaki, after they disqualified the first place car, they came and interviewed Daddy. And um, Chris Economaki interviewed him. Well, one year at Christmas, Dale has us all come in the living room and sit down. Of course, it's a VCR, you know, puts it in Mama's VCR. And I remember the feeling of emotion that that was the first time that a lot of you had seen, had seen Daddy mm-hmm. or heard his voice. Mm-hmm. And how special and wonderful it is that you all have all this video and all these recordings and all these memories that even though they're not personal and you can't hug him, you have them. Yeah. And so that, to me, is probably one of my most cherished moments with your bro- with your dad or my brother is the fact that it meant enough to him to come bring that to and share, share it that. with us as a family. Yeah. And that half of y'all never you know but it also reminded me how country daddy was (laughs) (laughs) yeah i agree with that because i've I've seen just a couple really short video clips Mm -hmm. of peppa ralph and that to me i was only a year old when he Mm -hmm. passed away in september of 73 and it was really hard to feel like i knew Mm -hmm. him. you know just growing up and uh, you know, when you were 10 or 15 or whatever it is, until really I seen those videos and I could I could feel his character and feel uh-huh. his personality come out in the real versus stories that mm-hmm. Mamaw had told or seeing pictures or whatever, you know, or hearing stories of you guys and Dad talking about what kind of parent he was and standing in the hallway waiting on you when you come home and yeah. things like that. <laughs> and I remember seeing him hold you up by the shirt tail yeah. for you walking too. Yeah. <laughs> And your personalities, I can, you know, what little I'm around Dale Jr., but Carrie and you, I can see my daddy in in y'all. Yeah. And as much as, as your daddy, but your daddy is so much like daddy that it's... But I know, tell you, Carrie Dale looks like a yeah. spitting image of Dale. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Except absolutely. he's got his mama's brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, losing daddy so young and for my kids and all of our kids in the family not to be able to know him was a huge loss yeah that that just comes to mind for me just so often so Papa Ralph was the racer but Mama you have your own lead foot (laughs) I'm I'm thinking that 
<laughs> so Papa was a racer, and, and maybe it started with the Earnhardts, but your Coleman jeans added in there maybe made Dad and Aunt Kathy as an undefeated powder puffer, <laughs> and the ones after us really made the gene pool. See, I tried, it one, <laughs> I tried it one time, Yeah, but I didn't do too good. Did so. you just get to do like a wife's race or something? Well, see, he let, he, Ralph let me drive his car. Yeah, before the main event. Well, me and uh, Royal well, had two cars, and Bud Almond drove the other one, and so they let me and Desi drive Bud's wife, and uh, we both wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to take two cars and make Ralph one to drive in the main oh, event. Oh gosh! <laughs> and there's a picture of all the ladies um, that drove in that race, and, my, and you can see Mama because her I nose is nose so red, the wheel. and it just it just glows in that picture. Well, that, I butt my nose on the steering wheel when I hit the bank. Uh-oh. <laughs> Daddy walks up to the car, Mama said, he looks he all looked. around the car and up underneath it and then sticks his head in and says, are you all right? <laughs> Had to he check did. on his car first. Yeah. He knew he needed that in the next That's race. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to get to, finally we get to talk about Kathy and her racing. You raced when you were younger. You're still undefeated. Ten race series in the Powder Puff, right? Ten for ten. Ten for ten. I thought it was more than that. Ten. <laughs> so tell me about that, and and talk a little bit about how, which you hit on a little earlier, but how people viewed women driving race cars and that kind of thing in that time. That was what yeah. the was that the sixties or seventies? Uh, late sixties. It was very late sixties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was before. Um, I'm trying to remember. My last race was probably seventy seventy. Yeah. Daddy died in seventy three. Uh, I was raced it? maybe one more time after that. Yeah. So it was just, you know, you had some ladies that raced in some obscure series off at some that local Hodge, track. Hodgkin's. Well, um, but you didn't have women like they are now. I'm so proud of the women that are coming through, and I'm very excited about Carson. She's so fearless. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. She and Kennedy both, but obviously when I when I did it, as I said earlier, there's preconceived notions about what people are supposed to do, what women are supposed to do, and in my daddy's world, I was not supposed to race, and so I was actually married the first time I raced, or when I started, was married to David, and raced on dirt. I mean, had no problem finding somebody that'd say, yeah, you can drive my car, never crashed one, but the competition was somewhat limited you know four or five that maybe could kind of race but the rest of them would wreck just out there by themselves so it wasn't really a big deal but one of the last um two stories one was my first time on asphalt at hickory and dale took me up there and a guy by the name of pat his little blue mustang 17 uh dale we went up there on saturday afternoon and Dell had Pat get in the car with me and said, okay, now you take her a couple, let her drive a couple laps and short, you know, and after a lap or two, Dale's out there flagging, telling him, get out of that car before she hurts you, you know, but my last race was at Concord, and it was a big deal. Dale came and um, practiced, you know, we practiced, and Neil Bonnet actually uh, Warner Hodgkin's wife Sharon drove Neil Bonnet's car well they drove in down there with the Wood Brothers race team mm. and the big rig and unloaded her car and all these crew p- members and 
you know, and I'm over here in this little rinky-dink. And anyway. she was trying to find some crew members to help. <laughs> I said, where's my, my, all my crew members was Terrier and Hart, my, <laughs> the girls, you know, my family. But it rained it out that weekend. It was in conjunction with Charlotte October race. It rained it out that weekend, so we didn't get to race. And so it was the next weekend. And I don't know, it was 25 laps. It was crazy running heats. I started way back in the back. Sharon had been to North Wilkesboro practicing. I mean, she was really good. She wore her diamond fly brooch on her uniform. (laughs) Sunbelt video follows her around making family videos and pictures. And, you know, it was quite an experience. But we raced. We started the main event. She led every lap. And just all of a sudden, I saw a break, and I got around her on the last lap and didn't realize it was the last lap because I saw a hole, and I was going for it, so I wasn't paying attention <laughs> to the flag. So I won by leading on the last lap, oh and that my was gosh. it. And I awesome. said, and she spun out and broke her foot. <laughs> Warner wouldn't let her drive anymore. But so that was the... It was quite exciting, my race, and I was always excited for you because i think you would made a great race car driver i know we talk about the times just being different for that too and going to college and Uh just kind of working and now knowing what you know that i think it all went the way it was supposed to go right i agree god's got a plan for us well i think think, following it (laughs) and i think you were able to do it so you had a knowledge of what it takes how it feels and you got to experience so she didn't really ever well it was a different time period too it was so different yeah so, Memo, as Dad got popular and, and won championships and that kind of thing, what's one of your fond memories of sharing in that with him? Well, let's see. He was really proud of his mom. When you, like at those events, you know, you're always pictures with you guys or hugging up, you know, grabbing you and hugging up on, on Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, the parts I didn't like about it was them him having to kiss the beauty queens. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd that bother you? I didn't like it. <laughs> I gonna have that problem I with never, Wyatt. I never will forget. Uh, Are you talking about Dale or Daddy? Da- Ralph. Oh, Ralph. Oh, I was Ralph. asking you about that. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was, oh, I wouldn't I'm, like that either no. if my husband was kissing the beauty queens. I never will forget that uh, Concord one track that he had kissed the beauty queen and then he started to kiss me and I turned my head. And the flagman said, what's wrong, Miss Earnhardt? I said, I don't like secondhand stuff. (laughs) I actually just thought about that yesterday because I came across a picture of Dad with, like, one of those unicow girls on his cheek. And I thought how that doesn't happen today. You know, the the Sprint Cup girls, they're not kissing Mm -hmm. on the drivers and... I don't know when that practice stopped. But. In, fact, in fact, isn't there a trophy that says something about lover boy Earnhardt because it was some yeah, comment they, made well, about Dale him. Jr.'s got all the trophies. Yeah, and it says one of the track promoters called put that on that, there. and so he put it on the plaque on the trophy, love, Ralph love, lover Ralph boy Earnhardt. Lover boy Earnhardt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. But she was asking about your memories with Dale. Yeah, with Dad. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, So, yeah, so just as Dad gained in popularity and won championships and stuff, there's a lot of things that we got to do together, go to banquets and Delenhart Day. Like, is there something that stands out for you as a great memory? I guess his first championship, really, is one of my... 1980. Yeah. I don't remember that one. One of my first, you know, main, the main one, I guess, because when he won his first championship. Back then, did you travel around to the races? And I did go to most of them. Yeah. Well, especially when uh, Dolly and Cal, mm-hmm. you know, yep. I traveled with them every race that one year. And, uh, and Danny and Sherry took you to the a lot of races. Danny and Sherry, we, we went 
but uh, I didn't really. I haven't got to go see Dale Jr. race as much as I wanted to, but. Yeah, it's so different now to go and you know, get around. It's just different. It is a lot yeah. different. I know that first time she went to New York and brought back um, all of us a wine glass from the Waldorf with mm-hmm. a napkin. Stuck uh, in it. The maitre d' or someone had helped her, and so it's like we were all there with her. All right, so we have four males in the family that can carry on their own heart name. We've got Bobby and Jeffrey, which are Carrie's kids, Danny Jr., which is Uncle Danny's son, and Dale Jr. I, I think Carrie's done having kids, or I would include him, but I, yeah. think, I think him and Renee are done. So I'm just going to count those four to carry the surname forward. As time marches on, you know, what do you want left as the Earnhardt legacy as it's carried through from generation to generation? Well, I would hope that they would be an Earnhardt still racing as long as I live, and uh, I don't know that that'll happen, but I'd like to see that. I you know I hate the th- thoughts of an Earnhardt not being on racetrack. So you always want one there to carry mm-hmm. on the name from generation mm-hmm. to yeah. generation. No pressure, boys. <laughs> but we. Well, what her. if it's a girl? We got well, she's got Earnhardt blood. Well, but she's not could, got the Earnhardt last name. I Carson's guess it's part of that. <laughs> you could have Carson Earnhardt Kennedy. Kennedy yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Elledge. <laughs> Yeah, no offense to all the girls in the family, but we are overran with girls in our family. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. How many grandchildren and great-grandchildren do you have? I have 11 grandchildren and 16 great-grandchildren. Yes. And soon to be a great-great. Soon to be yeah. 17. Oh, great-great. That's great, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. With Christy. That'll be five generations. My favorite. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I got to have a picture of that. Yeah, good I, stuff live to see it all well you're doing pretty good <laughs> i think you're in pretty good shape you're spry what are you 83 uh, yep 83 i'll be 84 in july so you were 20 when you had dad he would have been 63 and she had k well, at 17 had. i know then 14 months later no, had Kathy and then Kat- 16, that was 16 months. months later and then Randy was 20, 18, 20 months, 20 months. 20 months later. And then three years between him and Danny. But you lost a child between. Oh, yeah. You. I had a miscarriage in between. It was just the day and time back then to have them young. <laughs> well, I found out what was causing it. You did? Did you put a stop to it? <laughs> no. Well, good stuff. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Any other stories? Or I can't questions? think of anything, really. Kathy, you think of anything? No, just that I know how proud your daddy would be of you yeah. and Dale. Yeah. Don't make us cry on here now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't shed tears. Nah. Happy happy talk. Happy it's easy talk. to do. If I get to Happy happy. Yeah, I get to start looking at Mamma and I get the tears coming up, then I just have to look away. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's great I memories. Tell you, it's the hardest thing you ever have to do to lose a child. Yeah, I hope you never have to do it. I hope I never. I was thinking of that as I was posing your questions to think of you losing Papa Ralph and then Dad and then Randy. So, well, it's different losing a husband than it is a, a child's like losing part of yourself. And she sure has been <laughs> tough getting us through it, hasn't she? <laughs> See, she's... here goes the tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's. You're the one tough customer. I put a picture up of Dad for his birthday on Twitter. 
And it was uh, me and Dale when we did a, a photo shoot with Dad way back in the day. He I dressed in kind it. of the rough cowboy, yeah. looking stuff, you know, and one yeah. tough customer. You're the one tough customer of the family for sure. Well, I appreciate you both being with me today and uh, glad we got to share some stories and I hope we can do it again. I'd love to. Um, appreciate you being on here, Kathy, too. Anytime. Keeping Mamaw straight. <laughs> yeah. It, I need somebody to, you know, keep my time dates and stuff like that straight. You do pretty good. You were, <laughs> we, we asked you to be here at 1230. Let's see. We, we said... We were going to do this at 2, said to leave your house at 12.30, and you were here at 12.30. So I think you are you got it pretty down pat. Yeah. Well, I was tired sitting home by myself. <laughs> I hear you. I decided to come up here. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Fast Lane Family, and I hope you'll come back and join us next week. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 